Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is uh, in New York City running around with Kelly Ripa, Ryan Seacrest, doing something for an upcoming episode of Kelly and Ryan. So until he comes back, we're just going to keep things moving. We're, we're switching things up a little bit today. You want to be my study buddy? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, goody, Studies have shown that... Med- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okie dokie. I found a new study. It's basically a poll that found what makes a happy marriage. Okay. Okay. The top signs of a happy marriage. See if you agree with these. Rocco. Okay. One is spending lots of quality time together. <laughs> okay. This. I would think. Yeah, that's um, the opposite. Like having your own lives. Well, speaking as somebody who's lived the last two and a half weeks uh, separately in the basement, you know, maybe there is something to be said for that. Oh. I've enjoyed it. I've caught up on a lot of my shows. And I've started new ones. What do you do? Talk to each other through uh, on the phone? Sometimes we do talk on the phone. Sometimes we speak through our Google speakers. Cute. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, uh, I think you're right. You need to know how to have some alone time. Well, that's not on the list. I just said that myself. Well, then this study sucks. (laughs) As they almost always do. Shut up. Taking care of each other when you're sick. Yeah, hey, that is the weird thing, I got to say, you know, since we've had our child now for 10 years. uh, When the child gets sick, yes, you want to make sure that child isn't sick. But then the last thing you want is for like all three of you in the house to get sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you need someone to be a caretaker. So sometimes, and that's what my wife, you know, and this is, you know... What basically what happened with the COVID this last couple of weeks, the kid got sick. I thought, geez, I should probably stay away. And she, her instincts were to and take care to of lean them. in. And that's what happened. And, and then she, she got, got sick, sick and I didn't. Oh, but, you yeah. know, it's these things. It's these are some of the things somebody has to, you know, take the hit. Yeah. So I'm I'm like 0 for 2 on your study now, I guess. Yep. Since I do whatever they say and do the opposite. You'll come back with this one. Okay. Feeling like you can be yourself around them. That's true. How about encouraging them to pursue their own hobbies and interests? I, yes, I'm 100% on board with that. Is your wife a hip, hipster too? Like you? She, is likes, she, like, Let's uh, go she s- likes indie rock music and, you know, stuff. But yeah, we definitely have different things. Like I went, like this week, I went 
to a couple movies. I went by myself. I went to the turf club by myself Saturday night. I don't mind going to do things by myself because then I don't. I have a friend that you might like. Yeah, we can go do things you by might ourselves know, together. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might even know him, actually. I'll uh, tell you about him later. Okay, cool. All but right. yeah, I mean, we, we find time fun times together but then there's times where it's like okay i'm gonna go do my thing and you're gonna go do your that's thing. good i think that's, that's smart i yeah. think that's very important how about you let them see you at your best and your worst <laughs> i don't know if i've aimed to let her see me at my worst but you know that probably has happened a hundred times you mean it gets month. better than this <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cuddling, Rocco. Oh, I enjoy the cuddling, yeah. Being respectful in front of other people. I think that's a big one. That's good. Like being nice to your waiter, that sort of thing. Or just like to your... Being respectful of her. Oh, in front of other people. Yeah, instead yeah, of like yeah. putting you down or teasing you or making you... Yeah, for sure. Look right? like a dummy. Yeah, you never want to belittle your spouse in front of other people. I mean, I'm sure other people out there are for that. <laughs> We've learned that there's two sides to everything these days. That is true. Making regular plans together. Do you guys have date night? You know, not as... Uh, I mean, this pandemic's been a little weird on that. Um, but, you know, we used to. And we, we were pretty lucky that my mom, uh, you know, is in town and was happy to babysit for free. Where's mom from? She's out in Woodbury. Okay. So she might be listening now, you know. Hi, Mom. Sometimes she listens. She hears ads for Crescent Tide. <laughs> yeah, she signs up for things. Uh, being proud of your spouse's achievements and being silly with each other. Yeah. We're proud of each Love. other. Aw. Yay. How'd you end up with your wife? She lose a bet or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was like uh, Meg is her name. Yeah, we were in our you know mid to late twenties, kind of going out and having a good time days, and uh, my circle of friends sort of sort of uh, ended up intermingling with her circle of friends because I was uh, living with somebody that you know my friends started hanging out with that person's friends, and we were like, hey. Our friends are cool. Hey, yeah, your friends are cool. Let's and hang we're out more. Cool. Yeah, let's go do stuff. But maybe let's go do stuff by ourselves. Yeah, I think you go do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of the, you know just being in our twenties and going out and having fun. Now, when you proposed to Meg Rocco, mm -hmm. did you hide a ring in a sandwich or something <laughs> like that? Because I do I have another not. study. Okay, let's hear that one. All right, this study polled two thousand Americans to name the best foods to hide a ring in the okay. most votes went to pizza what i don't think that's a good idea because what if she bit around it and just swallowed that piece i am anti-gimmicky engagement thank you proposals and anything me too but yeah why would you want to put your engagement ring on a pizza or any kind of food and get schmutz <laughs> all over it. Like if you put it in a salad, it's going to end up with dressing all over it. Uh, a burger or a sandwich, which seems very risky, uh, comes in on this list. Soup. <laughs> no. This is what? what? And seafood, because a ring that smells like fish is romantic. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> dig around your minestrone a little more. There's, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> That's so dumb. It is the dumbest. Okay. All right. Sorry. How did you propose then? 
Uh, we were on the dance floor at uh, a piano bar that no longer is in existence. It was called The Manor in St. Paul. We used to call it The Knives of St. Paul. Mm. And it was New Year's Eve. And in fact, we were kind of like on the splits. <gasps> really? And, uh, but we decided to hang out New Year's Eve. And then I was like, all right, let's do this. And then we were married uh, uh, one New Year's Eve later. Beautiful story, and Rocco. this year will be our 20th. Whoa! And your 50th, right? That's right. I got a lot of things going on this year. You sure do, Rocco. Thank you. Thanks for being so vulnerable. Yeah, are we going to play a game or do we have to wait for Steve We to have to back? wait for Steve. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next hour I at see. this time. But when we do come back, I'll tell you what. There are a few stars, maybe 30-something stars, who are almost at an ego. Yeah, you say you'll work out in the morning. Then I'll get to it this afternoon. Definitely after dinner. And it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated. And that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. And we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who will be back uh, probably in the next half hour. Let's he's in hope. New York. He's working he's walking with, there. He's walking there. He's uh, working with uh, Kelly and Ryan for an upcoming episode. Hey, speaking live. of New York, you know, I know we're going to maybe talk about shows that we have in common. Yes. Have you watched a show on HBO Max called How To with John Wilson? No, but somebody suggested. I wonder if that. you'd like it. What is um, it? Tell me about it. He's like sort of a, he's a guy that just goes around town with a video camera and just shoots stuff a lot and then goes home and sort of edits it back together. Sort of, um, sort of a real life sort of pastiche, but sort of makes, uh, you know, sly commentary on the going, the goings around. The goings ons. Yes. The going ons. Yes. And, <laughs> um, but he also, uh, he interviews people and uh, brings uh, some kind of weirdos to the forefront. Who's the guy? The guy's name is John Wilson. He's just oh, kind of a nobody. And you never guy. really see him. You just hear his voice. Um, there's like 12 episodes. They're each like a half hour. And I think you might like it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Do you have love for, I mean, I know you grew up in scenic Garfield, New Jersey. I mean, do you have love for the oh. big city? Oh, did yeah. You, I love New did York. you go a lot? I didn't. Well, when I was growing up, New York was very dangerous. There were so many murders. Times Square was like prostitutes, homeless people. So it was not a place for, you know. Yeah. No. And yeah. No. And then, uh, you know what, Ed Koch and Giuliani cleaned it up. And Giuliani, yes, exactly. But um, I did work in New York for a while. I did some some freelancing for ABC News and ABC Sports and also for MTV. Really? Yeah. Where'd you live? I lived in New Jersey. Okay. Just across the river. I mean, it's just, yeah, I lived closer to New York City than I do to Minneapolis right now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, very, very close. Um... But so my parents would not allow me to go into the city. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I was in college, which was in the late 80s, that 
And then I moved away from home in 90. So but I didn't get to spend a lot of time there. But like when your parents told you, hey, Times Square is kind of seedy, did that make you sort of want to check it out more? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. I got a fake ID in Times Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to clubs and the limelight, um, Studio, Studio 54. 54 for sure. What about the, the Palladium? One, remember, uh, where was it? It was in like Brooklyn or where uh, Saturday Night Fever was filmed where they had the light up dance floor. Never been there. That'd be cool. I bet you it's no longer. Rocco, let's road trip this. We should totally what are we do doing, let's man? Get, here's what we gotta do. We gotta be up for an award in New York City. We gotta get the Hubbards to fly us out on the jet. We'll make Steve jealous. Let's do it. Steve will be, Steve has been in New York now for two days, and every time he's tried to go somewhere, it has failed. It's been closed. He was gonna go to this place called the Edge where where you walk out on this like ledge and you have this glass enclosure where you get like panoramic views of Manhattan. Is it like up at the top of the, yeah, it's like on the hundredth floor or something. something. And so he buys tickets to it and he gets there. He oversleeps. He gets there for the time he's supposed to be there. And there's a sign that says zero visibility today. (laughs) (laughs) Not even not even low visibility, zero. zero visibility. So that's how his trip has gone so far. He's looked for food on the streets and couldn't find anything. He couldn't find any place to buy a bottle of wine. So it's pretty quiet right now. I told him he needs a tour guide. That's yeah. what he needs. You know, I'm just going to keep sabotaging your segment. No, please. The, the last couple of times I've gone on trips, um, like to Europe and stuff, we've actually hired a tour guide for various things. Great idea, right? Especially if you're going somewhere like you're going to the Louvre or something where you're going to just walk around and point at the Mona Lisa and not really get any context. Right. To to have somebody go, okay, here's the deal. This is worth it. And it's, uh, it is super worth it. And sometimes it gets you indoors. You couldn't get in before. You've got a translator with you probably. The one time and similar, like when we, I had to go to Japan uh, for a radio thing um, with Pat Miles. Remember her? Oh, yes. Uh, We went to Nagano know japan to cover the special olympics and did not have anybody a guide and my wife and i because then we kind of extended the trip a little bit and you know did our own thing not having a guide in japan was so everything was so confusing didn't know you know we didn't have any context we just walked around and looked and gawked at things but if we were to have somebody with us to sort of give us context and point out things go on little bus tours yeah that's the way to do it big fan of the tour guide Okay, Me too. Now you Me want to too. talk about, uh, you I, know. Well, I was going to tell you guys that there are quite a few stars who need only an Oscar to make it to the EGOT, which is the Emmy, the Grammys, the Oscar, and the Tonys. And there are 37 of them. I didn't think there were that many. Do you want to hear who some of them are? I do. We've got Hugh Jackman. What does he have? What is he missing? Do we know these things? Yes, Quinn. Hugh Jackman, um, he has an Emmy, a Grammy, and a Tony. So, well, they all have Emmy, Grammy, and Tonys because oh, so they all only these need the Oscar. People on this list need the Oscar. Yes, we've got Lynn Manuel Miranda. We've got Cynthia Nixon. That took me by surprise. What kind of? What does she have a Grammy for? Mm. Oh, for an inconvenient truth spoken word album. Oh, okay, I didn't know that she was on that. Uh, we've got Harry Belafonte, Cynthia Erivo, Bette Midler, 
Come on. Matt uh, Midler doesn't have, maybe she'll get one for Hocus Pocus 2 in, now in production. <laughs> That's what's going to put her over. Good. We've got Audra McDonald. She's a big Broadway star. Cindy Lauper is on the list. Wow, she won an Emmy for Guest Actress in a Comedy Series for Mad About You in okay. 2005. Obviously, she's got Grammys. Uh, she won a Tony for Kinky Boots on Broadway. Now we need to get her an Oscar. What are we going to put her in? Um, Maybe she could sing a song. You know, she is in a really bad movie with Jeff Goldblum from the 80s called like Vibes or something like that. I love Cindy Lauper. Yeah, Vibes, 1988. I tried watching it one night. Didn't make it longer than like 15 Really? Minutes. Yeah. You figure Lopper and Goldblum would be a fun combo. It wasn't. Here's what I want to ask about Lin-Manuel Miranda. In the Heights, you probably didn't even watch it, speaking of New York City. I did not. I thought it was pretty good. And did it not get up? I mean, I know it was kind of a box office bomb. But is it up for nothing? I haven't seen it. Uh, when did it come out, Rocco? Uh, that's what I was just looking up. I think it was like last summer. It's called In the Heights. Yeah, In the Heights. It came out June 4th, 2021. I don't... It, um, I haven't seen it anywhere. I agree. And I and that's, here's the other question I have for you. Like West Side Story is up for a bunch of things, but can, the, can those songs be nominated since they're like 50 years old? More, longer, the older than that. They're like 70 years old. I don't think so. Right. I think, it, I think they go by original song. And, yeah. and because it's a remake, probably not. Okay, that's all my questions. Have you seen The Power of the Dog or Belfast? I have not. I think I'm, you know, around this time of the year is when I decide to watch all these films that everybody's talking about. Um, and so Power of the Dog is on Netflix. And Belfast is still, you have to pay for. But yeah, and it's still in the theaters, Belfast. I don't know. I'll probably watch power of the dog everybody seems to be talking about it yeah i'm gonna watch that tonight i think should we do it should do you want to do list? it together yeah, it's on it. the list let's do it It's on the list lily tomlin also won oscar away from an egot billy porter dick van dyke hmm. come on let's put dick van dyke in something I, I wonder if he was nominated for mary poppins did you see that re uh oh the okay. newer one yeah with with uh, lynn manuel um, yes i did not see that one Okay, we've got, I'm trying to look for people whose names we really know. Quincy Jones is one Oscar away. We've got... Quincy Jones has never won an Oscar? Nope. Wow. Nope. Uh, Then there's some other, like, technical people and uh, people who died. Yeah, well, they're not going to win one now. I mean, why are they on the list? Um, I mean, so, well, we just listened to... Lynn Manuel's song from Encanto. Mm-hmm. What are the chances it's going to win? I, I think it's pretty good. It could. I think it's between that one and the Van Morrison song. I was going to say the Beyonce. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Beyonce's the winner. Probably. You're right. Because Beyonce. Because Beyonce. Because Beyonce. So that I means Lynn Manuel's going to get shut out again. He'll have to come back one more time. I think he'll be all right. He's a young man. He'll be he around he's, for a long he's time. He's pretty good. He's really well, good. What is, he's also behind the Tick Tick Boom, isn't he, or something? Yeah. Yep. 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 But is he he's, is he nominated for anything other than the Encanto song? I am looking right now. I have so many questions. Just for, you. for uh, best director? Nope. Uh, nope. 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 
Nope. And nope. No, he's not. That's yeah, I think fine. it's just for oh, the song. Yeah, just for the song. That's all I'm oh, seeing. Oh, and then there's a headline um, that freepeople.com says, why wasn't We Don't Talk About Bruno nominated for an Oscar? And uh, at I this think- point in the show, I would read that. But now, since there's no Steve here, I'm going to actually have to talk to you. <laughs> um, yeah, why don't you look into that? In just a little bit. Uh, And don't forget the Razzies also. It's funny because there is a little crossover with some Razzie Awards and Oscar nominations. Yes, you're probably right. Um, Is there one in particular you wanted to bring up? Well, there's Diana uh, or Spencer. The 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 musical everybody hates, but the other one people like. People like the performance. I don't know about the movie. Did you see it? I did not, but you did. Spencer? You did. I did, and I really liked it, but I don't think you would. Thank you. I'm not into the Royals. That's why I'm no longer on the Lorraine. I can't show. even talk to you. What do you like about the Royals? I just, I, it's fascinating. The fact that it's 2000, 2022, and the fact that that still exists. I know, and that's why I hate it. I'm like, get those inbreeders out of there. <laughs> <laughs> why are they why are they I know they're all marrying their cousins and stuff <laughs> we gotta go okay fine we'll come back though okay right. um hey you saw a couple of movies in the theater i did i am interested to hear what you saw and what your review is let's do that when we come right back on my talk 1071 it's not all entertainment and pop culture sometimes we do sports talk Hey. This ain't no debate, no. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, Steve will be back in just a little bit here. DJ Rock Lobster's in the house. Okay, so you saw a couple of movies in the theater by your lonesome. I, on Sunday, happened to see the sixth highest grossing film of all time. Spider-Man. Yes, 1.776 billion dollars grossed is that possible i don't know yeah yeah i guess so worldwide um so here's the thing yeah i mean it's not here's the thing there's there's been these three tom holland spider-man movies right homecoming yes far from home yes. no way home so i thought and i had seen none of them and i assume you've also seen none of them i've seen one of them i saw the far no into homecoming? the oh, oh no that, i saw into, into the, the spider verse is pretty that's pretty great that's in fact, these are pretty great, too. Uh, he's very charming. He's handsome. He takes off his shirt. He's cut. You know, there's a cute um, romance in it with MJ. Um, these are fun. These are fun movies. Okay. Um, Why do we need so many? I, that is a question I have because it's they're fine. They're, you know, it's here's the thing. So I thought in order to see this one, because my kid was like, let's go see it. So I'm like, okay. Um I figured we needed to watch those first two, the first two Tom Hollands. Oh, so you but did? the truth is, yeah, and I enjoyed them. The truth is, you need to watch about eight things to catch up. You need to watch. No, that's never the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. No, you don't. You, do you? There, this third one that everybody's loving is like it, it references like eight other movies. It references Doctor Strange. It references the first two Spider Mans. It. It references the last Spider-Man series. It even sort of references the Spider-Verse. There's just, 
this is a lot to catch up on. Okay. I don't think it's worth it. But however, I, I would say um, if you were to watch just Spider-Man Homecoming, I think you'd like it. He's uh, Tom Holland's good. Okay. How old of a fella is he? Good question. Tom he looks Holland, so young. He, he looks really like he's does. 20. He was born in 96. So oh, he's 25. Okay. Oh, my God. Kill me. <laughs> I know. I, uh... But yeah, this new movie references all the Spider-Mans. Um, they bring back, I mean, I don't want to give, you know, don't give anything alert. away. Okay. They bring back a lot of, uh, past villains and okay. this and that. And- I did see the trailer and I thought it looked really good. Like when he and the villain were interacting, is it a doctor something, something? Yeah. There's Dr. Octopus. There's, uh, the guy that, uh, Willem Dafoe's in it. Um, he's, a, I believe, also a doctor. Anyways, yeah. I mean, you if you want to watch this movie, there's just a lot Okay. to catch up on. I mean, you could just go watch it and just sit in it and go, okay, look, hey, Spider-Man is shooting webs at things. But there'd be like 18 other things that you go, what? But what if you don't about? know, you don't know, right? Right. right. Like, you're not going to... But this movie definitely makes reference to these past movies. It's sort okay. of... Right. It's, it's like an paying homage. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But I think if you were to just watch Spider-Man Homecoming uh, just on its own, I bet you'd like it. It's basically like, you know, what if Spider-Man, you know, was a high school kid uh, in this era? You know, what would that look like? Okay. In the age of social media and and whatever, you know? I'll I mean, tell you when I'm going to watch it. When I accidentally come across it on some random right. cable channel while I'm throwing in a load of whites. Thank <laughs> you. What else did you see? And then last night I saw that, um, you know, you like the Riverview Theater in South Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah I love it. Um, they, I saw that they were showing uh, the French Dispatch, the Wes Anderson movie. And it occurred to me I hadn't seen it. And I was like, you know what? I got nothing to do tonight. I'll drop off the kid at soccer and I'll go I take l- in a Wes Anderson movie. I love that about you. I think I have seen one Wes Anderson movie. And I think it was, I no, Isle of Dogs. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like that, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, have you seen, I mean... So he, I've kind of been on board since early days, like Bottle Rocket Never saw and it. Rushmore. No, I kind of saw, saw that. I feel like, you sure you didn't see Royal Tenenbaums? Nope. Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou? You... Darjeeling Limited? Nope. Um, I'm just going to read them all. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think no. I've seen all these. I don't, actually, I don't think I've seen Moonrise Kingdom. I haven't seen any of these. Okay. Steve always talks about the fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, it's a good one for the children. And I Love Dogs is kind of fun, too, right? Yeah. I don't remember too much about it, but I remember liking it yeah. enough. So I don't think... I'm not going to tell you or Steve uh, to go watch this one. Um, this one basically is sort of an homage to um, mid-century writings in like The New Yorker. Okay. <laughs> um, Bill Murray plays like the editor of a New Yorker type magazine in France, uh, but it's American. Don't ask. Okay, I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah, and then the movie is basically th- uh, four stories. It's kind of an anthology movie where there's four short stories that make the movie. Um, and there's big stars in it. I'm not even going to tell you who because I think I'm going to use it for trivia next hour. Fine. But um, I don't know. I liked it. I okay, don't... I, it sounds like something I would like. Maybe. I, I like mean, Bill but Murray. You're not a big, 
you're not a big uh, West guy. But why do I have to be? Because I don't know. You need to sort of like his cute twee style. They say, you know. I'm gonna watch it. Okay, you're just what's it called again? It. Uh, the French Dispatch. I have no idea. If it's, I won't uh, see it in the theater though. Well, it's it's showing at the Riverview a couple more nights. And there's a pandemic. I'm not going anywhere. Well, I sat. There was like eight people in the entire theater yesterday and I sat that's, well off to myself. That's about 17 too many. Uh, you could get it on, you know, your device for $5.99, which is less than I paid last night. Is it really? Wait, what did you pay? Mm, seven fifty. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Riverview. And real butter on the popcorn. Your thoughts? <laughs> I wouldn't get butter on popcorn anyway. Why? Because butter... <laughs> cholesterol yes fattening of the arteries calories thank you okay. hey i did watch another episode of somebody somewhere that is the show that you and i were both watching yes. with bridget everett who is just delightful yes and you i i don't know if we talked about this i do remember her from did you see her when she was on um What's the comedy show with the blonde lady and the thing? She kind of talks about sex a lot. Oh, you're talking about Amy Schumer? Yes. Yes. Um, she was, Bridget Everett, like, did some, like, sort of body songs on the Amy Schumer show back yeah, in the day. Yeah, I do remember that. She was also, she played the mom in a movie called Patty Cake. Okay. And it she was really good in that, too. She's kind of got a Bette Midler kind of vibe yeah. to her. Mm -hmm. You know, because she's kind of... Raunchy, yeah, and she's you know she's unashamed of uh, her body. Yeah. She just lets it all hang out. Yeah. Literally, she doesn't care, which I really like. Her body positivity, mm -hmm. I think, is great. She's talented. She can sing. She can act. Wow, maybe she'll be an EGOT winner Ooh, someday. I like it. So yeah, so now you, I missed this week. So you have caught up on four. All four. Yes. And I'm only, I've only seen three. It's a really sweet show. I it really, is. really like it. Um, yeah. If you like, you know, it's about family, her relationship with her parents, her sister, uh, the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community, I should say. Especially like in a small Midwestern town. Exactly. Yeah. When, you know, uh, there's, there's church. Kind of versus, not even versus, it's just how church plays a role in who you are and, and hiding who you are when you really should just be embracing who you are. It's it's nice. I don't remember, what is that on? I don't even know. That's on the HBO Max. It's the HBO Max, everybody. It's called... Uh, Somebody Somewhere. Somewhere. There you go. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll see if Steve makes his way back, see what he's been up to with Kelly and Ryan. He's out in New York City. And DJ Rock Lobster is going to have a dirt alert, too. All coming up next on My Talk 1071.